Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Heads Up Hockey. It is your guy, Jersey Joe, in the house. It is December the 19th, and it is a nice, cool day here in New Jersey. And I don't just mean cool. I mean very cool. Yeah, it's not like Winnipeg where it's very cold out there, but, you know... The Devils have cooled off the past five games. And it's been rather hard to see them struggle like that. I know uh, Nathan Bashan being out has certainly hurt them. But goaltending hasn't been the problem. And so far it's a good thing that a lot of things are clicking. And the Devils seem to have... A need for a big body and I certainly think that they will be in the running for a couple of guys so in an upcoming article I mentioned on pucks and pitchforks once again um, I really expressed my concern in that area where you know the devil's been getting hemmed into their own zone uh, trying to clear the puck out but also not being uh, aggressive enough where teams have been jumping them. And it's hard to get them to move up the ice and etc. And right now, um, yeah, it's early in the season. Uh, 31 games already, almost halfway. But um, it's a marathon and not a sprint. And yeah, I am a little concerned about Lindy Ruff and his style of coaching. But I think with Burnett and you have uh, McGill there, some of the guys the past few games have seemed a little banged up since they played the Rangers and a couple other games. So, plus Dallas. And I just think some of them are missing those hard hits and they're not up to full strength. So... With that being said, I think the Devils will make a few acquisitions. But they are fairly lucky where Andre Palat is looking like he's coming back in the start of the calendar year in 23. And Nathan Bastion looks like he's coming back around March. So that's what my sources were telling me. And I can believe it um, once I start seeing it happen more. However... I think with the World Juniors and the NHL pause coming up, you have guys like Luke Hughes and Shimon Nemech uh, playing at the World Juniors. It's good to see these guys get out there. And Michigan, uh, with the way they've been playing, are certainly are going on a run. And this is good. The Devils don't need to rush Luke, but... Uh, Dan McKinnon, the assistant general manager, spoke the other night uh, publicly on MSG Networks with the New Jersey Devils uh, during intermission that they're looking to sign Luke Hughes right out of his NCAA uh, season. So with that being said, um, when I predicted Shimon Nemec going to the Devils uh, about a month and a half or two, before the draft, I I was saying we need a lefty-righty 
type mixture and both guys are playing for the respected countries and you look at that I mean right there you have Hughes Luke Hughes is four tenths of a year older than Shimon Namach and you have Riley Walsh I know he's been in the system longer than the two guys but I've been saying this for a while because he's 23.7 years of age right now he needs to get moved to another team and a team like the Blues could certainly most utilize him I know he's not up to the standard of Petrangelo but he gives them something to work with and the doubles can get something in return for him because if they get um a draft pick or a an NHL uh, ready player, that's something good for an exchange. So that way the Devils can shore up their uh, their depth chart. Because Luke Hughes and Nemech are looking to make it out of camp and then that makes way for Muhammad Doolin and a few other guys. Um, I do see Arseny Gritsyuk possibly coming over uh, if he doesn't intend to sign with the KHL again. And the way he is, he's just very elusive. He's a very good shooter. He makes those penalty shots, shootouts look very easy. Snipes very well, nice and clean. And I know he's been compared to Panarin and Kovalchuk with the the points production, but I don't want to get too far ahead because once the these guys get over here, you got to take it game by game, not exactly look into the future because some of the Russian guys hit, some of them hit below expectations, some of them completely fall below the surface. And so that's why I like to not overthink But I'm one of those guys who's like, I also listen to like what other trade rumors are going on. And Elliot Friedman talked about Quinn Hughes. Yes, the Quinn Hughes being uh, made available if there's a mammoth offer. Now, first off, I doubt, I highly doubt. And this is just me. The Devils would want to give up Shimon Nemech just to uh, get him for the sake of getting him. They would have to move an Alexander Holtz. They would have to move a guy like maybe... Now, this is just me thinking, probably like a Nolan Foot. Maybe a Samu Salmanen type guy. I would definitely think something along the lines of a Seamus Casey is possible. And that's just like a starting point. But I don't think the Devils would exactly want to give up a bunch of prospects. Even though he's locked up longer term. I still see them giving up a fair amount of capital, but... We all know Tom Fitzgerald has his ways with working certain deals. And 
the Devils have a their fifth overall in their prospect pool per hockey prospecting. Uh, the skater ranking is sixth overall, and the goalie ranking is tenth. Now, let me change this over to the Vancouver Canucks. So let's see what Vancouver has. They have something that really needs to get addressed. Right now, they only have skaters like Jack Rathbone, who's a defenseman. He's developing. Star probability is 20%. NHL probability is at 65%. Damon Gardner, a center from last year's draft, he is an NHL probability of 52%, star probability 16%. Jet Wu, a defenseman from the 2018 class, 14% star probability. And you have him at 50% NHL probability. The second best NHL probability is Linus Carlson, the, the center, who has a 3% star probability. Now, there's a lot of other guys that they have, but Aku Koskenvuo is a Finnish netminder, and he's hoping that he can make the Vancouver Canucks uh, a few years down the road, maybe four years later, when he's around like 23 at oldest, so... He's an NHLer at 23%. Ty Young, 18%. But Vancouver needs a lot of capital. So the Devils could trade with a team like the Vancouver Canucks if it were to come down for a guy like Luke Hughes. But I'm not sure if the Devils would give up a significant amount of capital to do it. But that's just something in a nutshell. And let's take a look at the Washington Capitals. I know they're starting to get hot, but they have a kid in Russia who I really wanted in the top five, top 15, in Ivan Moroshnichenko. He's off to a really good start, if not finishing a really good year. With uh, the MHL, VHL, that kind of player who's a really good sniper, take it in the first round. And you also got to take a look at uh, another guy who I wanted as a defenseman in Vincent Iorio, big physical kid uh, from the major junior leagues. And he's looking at a 56% chance of making it to the NHL. And Connor McMichael is an 82% NHL or probability. He's looking like he could be an electric player. And I see him having a really good future if the Capitals keep him and they move on some of the big contracts. Um, I'm a little skeptical about Hendricks Lapierre. I know he's a really good points producer, but he also played with Dawson Mercer uh, in Rim- in Ramuski with the Oceanic. But uh, LaPierre has had some injury history, so 
it's one of the reasons why I was happy that the Devils didn't get him. They ended up with Muhammad Doolin. Uh, yeah, but the Devils did get... Um, they got Dawson Mercer uh, within their second first-round pick that draft year in 2020. So, yeah, the Devils really lucked out. But, yeah, the goaltending is not the best at all. It's actually the worst per hockey prospecting. So that's 32% percentile. Now, when it comes to odds, this podcast is sponsored by BetStamp. Yes, BetStamp is your all-in-one, including all your betting needs for sports. It has everything from your DraftKings, FanDuels, your Caesars, MGM-type brokers on there. This is not financial advice. This is meant to be a promotion of theirs. And use the promo code J-S-T-A-N-I-S-L-A-U as a promo code. Also, um, you'll see full game odds. You'll see uh, player props, all these good things, uh, puck line and other good odds on there. And if you're one of those people who likes to choose a certain player up against a certain team to do well and help you win some money, well, the odds are in your favor. Maybe. Feeling lucky. Just bet smart. And be a little conservative. Yeah. Don't. Do anything that you wouldn't do. But be smart. Bet smart. And BetStamp is the sponsor of Heads Up Hockey. And this is a good improv that I have done on my own. But it'll be an interesting time with the Devils going back at it. They're going down to Carolina. And it's a battle over first place and second place. And Carolina has the number one uh, goalie ranking per hockey prospecting. And Piotr Kochetkov, who came up last year, he has shown that he can deal a lot with adversity. And he is looking really good so far. And... You know, the Russians have produced a massive amount of high-quality goaltenders, whether it was Igor Shosturkin, uh, Ilya Sorokin, um, maybe Nikolaev, maybe, question mark. I like to think that if Yaroslav Askarov goes and plays in the NHL, for the Nashville Predators, and he's controlling his goalie stick better, I think he can be a lights-out goaltender. And he could definitely help that team significantly. But back to Carolina, Kachekov is really looking good. And nothing is going to be easy. 
Um, Carolina has a really good defenseman in Scott Morrow, who I'm a big fan of. He's someone who can play offense on the defensive side of things. And he's a young 20-year-old, and he's going to be 21 next year. Also, Dominic Fensori is someone who has a good amount of upside. And he's an NHL probability of 60% and 23% of being a star. But Scott Morrow is a 33% guy. Um, he was taken 40th overall in the second round. And he's a really hockey analytics type star. And they also load up on Anthony Honka, the, the Finnish kid, who was picked up in the third round and at 83rd overall. Um, yeah, that... Honka and Fensori were taken in the 2019 draft. Same thing with Ryan Suzuki. But Seth Jarvis, who's been playing with Carolina, has been very sharp. <clears throat> I'm fond of uh, Gleb Trikozov, really good shooter. When he comes over from Russia, he's going to be phenomenal. He's probably going to go from a 9% star rating to maybe 18 to 25%. I can see that in the next couple of years. Alexander Perdovalov, yes. Smaller skater, shifty, really good playmaker, can score. Someone that who will be a steal, especially in the third round, 71st overall. Now, that's kind of like, you know, I'll say this. When you're doing an NHL draft, uh, Board, you're looking at guys each scout likes and they're adjusting their region and their picks. They're saying, I like this guy, but who do you have over my guy? And then let's see who has the best players available with the most upside. There are times where... Uh, I would say to other um, podcast personalities, I would say, I like this guy because A, I like their attributes. B, I like the way they behave. Uh, three or C, I would say, this guy has a better future coming out of this uh, this farm system. This team knows what they're doing. I like the GM of that team raising that kid uh, from the ground up to see them being part of that. And, you know, the Carolina Hurricanes have the 12th overall uh, prospect pool. And that goes to show you that they've graduated some kids. And they're on their team already. But you look at when teams start, you know, Winning more, they move out of that draft lottery order. And yeah, the same thing about the Devils is that they have, you know, fallen short many times, but they're starting to move in the other direction. They're starting to go away from the top 16 in the draft lottery. And if they stay 
you know, on a positive scale where they start winning more games once again and do what they did early in the season and get back on to winning streaks, then they're going to stay in the in spots 17 through 32. So with that being said, the odds are in their favor, but you don't know what's going to happen. And right now, um, you have the NHL roster freezes, and the Devils are currently f- at 44 points in 28 games uh, with 21 wins. And they certainly have gone 6-2-2, two and two, which is really pedestrian for them. I mean, that's still pretty good, but they need to get back on the winning side of things and not allow anyone in their conference to manipulate them. Because if you look at eight through seven, the Islanders are at 34, Rangers are at 35. So really the Devils have a nine point lead on the Rangers and a 10 point lead over the Islanders. So the Devils have a cushion, but they can't lose that cushion. Now, with shootouts, the Devils, along with the Maple Leafs and the Islanders, have not gone to a shootout this season, which I think is pretty remarkable. Because I hate shootouts, and to me, it's not a team effort. It's a skilled effort. And it has nothing to do with the team other than the player wearing the other team's crest and winning it for that team. But with that being said... I do like the fact that the Devils have 21 wins in regulation and what was that? Um, Let me double check that. Regulation uh, overtime wins. Yeah, um, Devils have 18 uh, regulation wins with Boston. I, I stand corrected because three of which were... In overtime, so the Devils, you know, they lost a heartbreaker versus the Rangers, and I thought they would have pulled that one out, but I really like our goaltending for the Devils, and matter of fact, um, for those of you who want me to do a little bet stamp uh, read for their numbers... So, if you're looking at tonight, you have Colorado versus the Islanders. And Colorado is favored by 59% to win this game. But I find that the Avalanche are shaken up at this time. They're a bit soft-shelled. They're looking to get back their captain soon in Gabriel Landeskog. So... If I were in favor of someone, I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable with the Islanders. They're a plus 1.5 versus Colorado at minus 1.5. So really it's going to be like two points or under type game. So if Colorado scores first and they get a second goal... 
they they could probably edge it out. But it won't be pretty because the Islanders do have physicality and they will try and trap you a little bit more. But they have a different style of coaching. But uh, someone who has been behind Barry Trotz before. So you're looking at the the profit exchange and the Islanders are at uh, a plus 142. So they're um, the underdog in that. And also, if you want to look at the over versus under, the under is up by plus 101 versus the plus 100 at over five and a half. So it looks like uh, under six goals in the game will be scored. So I'm guessing three to two. Um, in favor of the Islanders, but it could go the either way. But you got to play the game. Now, let's check Montreal. You're looking at Arizona winning 52% over 48. Um, I tend to think that Montreal just edges out the Arizona Coyotes. Maybe it's because Uri Slavkovsky scores and maybe Josh Anderson, but maybe Richie of the Arizona Coyotes gets a hold of a turnover and scores. And maybe Vimelka favors Arizona in this one. But yeah, Vegas goes up against Buffalo. And what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas. But I have a funny hunch that Buffalo gives Vegas a run for their money, quite literally, um, going after their odds. And Vegas, with the Superbook, is the underdog at plus 170 in a minus... 1.5. So they seem to be the favorites with that one. But Buffalo is the underdog at plus 1.5 at minus 170. So it seems like both teams will score more than uh, a total of six goals. So it could be like a 4-3 game, you know, maybe 5-2, something like that. More like a barn burner. But... I'm not going to get overly into it, but definitely use uh, BetStamp because they sponsor this podcast. And make sure you're of the legal age. And thank you for your time. And please enjoy the holidays. And thank you for listening. I'm out there on Twitter. And Instagram. I'm also on uh, Pucks and Pitchforks. I am Jersey Joe. Have a great day from Heads Up Hockey.